This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hello and welcome to Pop Vouchers, a pop culture podcast by The Straits Times. My name is Jen Lee, and today we have a whole lot of topics to talk about, okay? So firstly, I will do like a little bit of news updates because I know I was away for a little bit. You know, it was like Chinese New Year. And then on the personal side, my entire family got COVID. So it was like, you know, just a mess. Um, we're all fine. Thank you very much for your concern. Uh, and then um, we'll just go into some big news stories over the past month. So there was Hyunmin and Soyeonjin getting married, Rihanna getting pregnant. There's some Kanye West shenanigans. And then we're going to go into our main story, which is the Huang Xiaoming and Angela baby divorce. But what I'm interested in, in is not so much the divorce, but like how these two people got to a state where they are both kind of hated by the Chinese internet sphere. And I will just go into detail why, what happened, like all the build up to this. And yeah, talk to you a little bit about these two A-listers. They truly are A-listers and why people dislike them so much. This was a bit of a last minute topic for me because um, I actually hadn't really decided what I want to talk about. But then like I had, I think like recently, like maybe two conversations about Huang Xiaoming that were like hilarious. And then I was like, I'm going to bring this on the podcast. So this is what I'm doing. All right, let's get started. Firstly, as I mentioned, Hyunbin and Sonia Jin got married. I will crash landing on you couple our most beautiful South Korean A-list couple and everyone is very, very happy. And like, I really like, like to someone who doesn't watch K-dramas or is not super involved in like the Asian entertainment scene, Hyunmin and Sonia Jin are like super top of their game kind of stars. So this is very amazing because it's like, they are very well matched in terms of career. Like they are both very A-list individually. And they're very well-matched, of course, like in terms of looks, like, you know, we shallow, like, I think they look very good together. But also because like they have such a great story of like meeting on the set, right? And then like falling in love. And it's also like I feel a lot of things for it because if you have if you are a person who watches K-dramas uh for any length of time, you would have uh grown up like, basically watching Hyunbin and Sonia Jin because Sonia Jin was in stuff like, you know, Summer Sense with Song Se Hyun. And then like Hyunmin was in uh, My Lovely Samsung. My name is Kim Samsung. And then he was in Secret Garden. So like they've had a lot of like very iconic K-dramas over the years. And if you grew up watching K-dramas, you really feel like you, you grew up with them. And to watch them like find each other and fall in love is so sweet. And then they got married. They're getting married. And like the, the messages they wrote is so sweet. Like he was like, I made a promise. Like Hyunmin was like, I made a promise to the woman who makes me smile. And I was like, oh. <laughs> okay, very happy. And then another happy news, um, Rihanna got pregnant um, with uh, ASAP Rocky's baby. So she's been dating ASAP Rocky for like quite a while. So, you know, I'm not super surprised, but she did do like the pregnancy announcement in a very Rihanna way. Like it was a organized pep walk. And then she came out in like a very like um, well-planned outfit that showed off her tummy. So it was like jewelry, right? And her, her tummy was like, in the open air, even though it was winter, like she had this, she opened up her jacket to show the tummy. And I remember like, one of the tweets was just like, the baby's going to catch a cold. And I was like, that's exactly what I thought because I was like, that's so cold. Is the baby cold? Yeah. Anyway, very, very happy for Rihanna. Congratulations for her. And sometimes I wonder like, if Rihanna is having a baby, does that mean that she has a plan? She has a plan to solve climate change 
like to make the world better for her children. I don't know. I hope so. Uh, but anyway, uh, moving on to our next update is Kanye West shenanigans. You know, our podcast producer, Penelope, and I had a little bit of conversation before the podcast started about him. And uh, by the way, I would just like everybody to know that today is Penelope's last day with uh, the Straits Times because she's going off to study in South Korea. And I want all our fans to wish her a, a very good uh, journey overseas and luck in all her future endeavors. Okay, we love you, Penelope. Anyway, um, yeah, we were discussing Kanye West shenanigans because, guys, Kanye West is, like, very weird and I'm, like, very used to there being Kanye West shenanigans. But uh, recently, I think it quite surprised me because he uh, posted a photo. I think it's deleted by now, but he posted a photo of, like, him with some friends, including um, Saturday Night Live, uh, you know, comic. Pete Davidson, who, by the way, what one of these days we're going to do a Pete, Pete Davidson episode. Pete Davidson is like the kind of dude that's like, on the surface, it looks like he's not very cute, right? But like his list of ex-girlfriends are all extremely like beautiful, very off-the-moment-it girls. So if you don't remember, he was almost going to marry Ariana Grande and then they didn't, like they caught off their engagement and then I think for a bit he was with he was with that girl in Bridgerton um, is it Phoebe Denver or something uh, the, the girl who played the lead in Bridgerton season 1 then he was with um, Margaret Qualley I think who is who is a, um, a second generation star her mom is also an uh, actress and then Margaret Qualley was in Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood so like that was during the time when she was the eager and he was like dating her. So he's dated a lot of eagers. And his recent, most recent uh, girlfriend who he's currently still seeing is Kim Kardashian, who is Kanye West's ex-wife. So like Kanye West posted a photo of like his friends plus Pete Davidson is in the photo, right? Then he crossed out Pete Davidson's face and was like, my friend betrayed me or something like that. So I was like, okay, that's very dramatic. But yeah. Anyway, um, moving on to our main story of the day, which is Huang Xiaoming and Angela Baby. So in case people don't know, Huang Xiaoming and Angela Baby, Chinese stars who are very, very, very famous, um, have acted in a lot of series, a lot of movies, and they are a couple. And they are very well known as a couple because, in part because they sell their image as a couple. They have done a lot of things together as a couple, appeared on a lot of like, TV shows as a couple. So um, that image of them together is very strong. Um, but, you know, divorce rumors have been swirling for a very, very long time. And finally, um, in this year, uh, in January, they announced that they were indeed divorced, like, that they have been divorced. So this suggests to me that I think they were already like, the, the talks were already, you know, ongoing for a very long time. And they only confirmed it when I think it got finalized, like. And um, just to give you guys a little bit of a background of the two of them. So it was a very high-profile romance from the get-go, right? And it's like so high-profile to the point that in 2014, Huang Xiaoming gave Angela Baby a Lamborghini for her birthday. And it was like the entire encounter was played out on the streets with paparazzi watching. So there were a lot of photos and videos of her reacting to the Lamborghinis. And she was like, oh my god, a car like you know then she looked very like touched and then like wow they hug you know so it was like a complete photo op but then it got found out that the car which 
caveat here is still a Lamborghini, so it's still very expensive and clearly a very nice car. It's like third or fourth hand one. So even though the anger played up, right, in the press, and I think the angle that Huang Xiaoming was going for was like the whole, look at me, you know, this generous boyfriend getting such an expensive gift for his girl, you know. I think that was the angle he was going for. But then it was found out that, that the car is actually had three previous owners or something. And not only that, the car, right, was apparently already registered under Angela Baby's name before it was gifted to her on her birthday. So people were like, huh, so she already knew lah, right? Then she like acted that whole surprise thing out lah on the streets, right? So people were saying that lah. So that's like one of the, one of the very first big things in their relationship. And it was already a little bit of a drama there already, right? But then of course, you know, they went on to still be together and um, got married in 2015. So the next year. And they had their wedding at Shanghai Exhibition Center, which is like sort of an expo-like place. And it was the most, to this day, I think it was the most over-the-top like celebrity wedding I have ever seen. It was covered like an award ceremony because there were so many stars there. So many, so many, so many celebrities there. And they were all dressed up. There was like a red carpet. So like people would walk in and like get photos taken like a step and repeat, like basically like you, you come up, then you post in your wedding outfit, then you leave that kind. And uh, a lot of it was captured on video. So like their vows was captured on video. And Huang Xiaoming said like, I think to him it was very romantic, like, but, but to me I find it a bit cringy. But <laughs> that's just me. That's just me. But uh, evidently I think there were other people on the internet who also find it cringy because like it's also one of the things that he gets mocked for because he's, his vows to her was like, uh, like, oh, you're over. Oh, oh, you just wait, you know. Um, something like that. Like, I will basically spoil you for life. La. That's why you're, you're, you're over, right? Because you will never find someone else who spoils you the way I do. So it was like a bit cringy, la, huh? like a bit like, you know, uh, those kind of like romantic novels or like fan fiction that kind of not very well written fan fiction kind of lines but um yeah you know i mean maybe to him it was very romantic like and, uh, they got married and everything and then i think um very soon after uh i think in 2017 they had their first uh, they had their son la. so they had their child i think uh it's their only child yeah i think they have a son so you know it was like a relationship that was very as you can tell from what I just said, it was a relationship that was kind of over the top in a lot of ways. And it was also a relationship that was very exposed because it um, they appeared on TV together a lot. So they were in programs like... Uh, so Angela Baby was in the Chinese version of Running Man and they were in programs like The Running Man, right? And then like, there was a whole scene of like... You know how in Running Man, the whole conceit is like you have to tear the name tag. So like the name tag is velcroed to the back of the player and then you have to tear the name tag off and then you win, like you out the player if you tear their name tag off. So I think it was in one of those like uh, races, right? Those games. Um, and Huang Xiaomi and Angela Baby are on opposite sides. One. So like they are not on the same team. There was a whole scene played out where like he runs after her and it looks like he's going to tear the name tag off. Then he doesn't and he just gives her a kiss on the forehead. <laughs> Which, 
I'm sorry, maybe I haven't dated in very long, but I was just like, oh, okay. Like, I didn't find it. I, I mean, like, it's very, uh, it's very show law. In Chinese, it's called show, which is like very show off right? Very show off their love. Which, you know, I, I get like people being in relationships and feel a lot of things for each other. I, I can understand why you, you feel like shouting from the top of the world that you love someone. But yeah, it was a lot. Like, you know, we have already been subjected to a lot of this displays of affection uh, from, from, from them. So I, I guess that's why people really were a bit like, eh, you know. But, you know, it still played well. They still look like a, a model celeb couple, right? Because they look so in love. So they continued to have um appearances like that on and off. Lah. But I think another thing that really contributes to why they as a couple are not well-liked is because of their individual activities. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. And now back to our podcast episode. So firstly, why do people not like Angela Baby? So many reasons, guys. So many reasons. And honestly, like I'm not trying to be mean, but all of them are extremely valid. So the thing about Angela Baby that you have known is that she was really, right, genuinely, right, a nobody before Hong Xiaoming. Like, I'm not trying to be mean here, but she was not famous before Huang Xiaoming. She is mainly famous by association to Huang Xiaoming. Because at the point when they started dating, Huang Xiaoming was already a very successful actor. So uh, Huang Xiaoming, if you don't know, is uh, he came out from uh, a, a, an actual like acting school, which is what we call Ke Ban, right? Ke Ban Chushen. So he came out from an acting school. And I think his classmates were Zhao Wei, Vicky Zhao, who we talked about in one of our previous episodes because she has gotten in trouble with the government, it seems. And then he was also in the same, uh, I think, class as, like, graduating class as Chen Kun, if I'm not wrong. So, like, the people who go to acting school in general, right, in China, uh, I would say they are slightly better regarded because uh, the, the consensus is that you actually trained in acting. Like, you were specifically trained in acting. Of course, this is not across the board because you can still go to acting school and kind of not be a great actor. And there are people like Zhou Xun who never went to acting school, who who is amazing as an actress and people recognize that, right? So it all comes down to talent. But there is a little bit of a, oh, he, Keban Chushen, like he's seen as a bit more serious. So pre-2014, Huang Xiaoming had already been in several like very popular and like quite well-received stuff. So for example, he was in the 2006 Chinese production of The Return of the Condor Heroes, Shen Diao Xia Lu, with Liu Yifei, who acted as uh, Mulan recently. Uh, we also did an episode on Mulan, so you can go check that out. Um, you know, Shen Diao Xia Lu has a lot, a lot, a lot of versions. So there was the Christopher Lee and Wong one. There was the Louise Ku one. There's the Andy Lau one. There's uh, super a lot of versions because it's one of those classic Jing Yong novels, right? One of the classic Wuxia novels. So he was quite uh, already very uh, popular, right? By the time, by 2014, he already done so many things. So Angela Baby is really only famous by association. At that point in time, she was more known as a model than anything else. And then she started getting more opportunities to act and she started getting a lot more high-profile jobs because she is associated with Huang Xiaoming. She is famous for dating a famous man. And she's also, of course, very pretty and everything. So people like to use her in like fashion campaigns and everything. Like. So sort of like the image attached to her, uh, fairly or otherwise, is that of someone who became famous and found success 
because she relied on Huang Xiaoming. And it's very hard for her to shake that image because like, it is somewhat true. Like, she will not have this level of attention. There are a lot of very pretty models uh, wandering the streets. You know, there are a lot of very pretty models, very pretty uh, young actresses who do not get that level of attention, who do not have that type of opportunities ever and maybe just leave the industry or what because they are not like closely paid attention to by the media and she was because she was dating Huang Xiaoming. So that image has always uh, followed her around, has always haunted her. And the thing is, if she proved herself to be somebody worthy of those opportunities, somebody worthy of th- that attention, then I think she wouldn't have suffered so much. Like She wouldn't be so lowly regarded in the internet sphere, la, I think. Because she really cannot act. Like, I'm not trying to be mean, but she genuinely is not a good actress. Like, you can go find a lot of her old dramas and you find, like, the the dramas that she has done on Toban, right, which is a review site. A lot of them are given very, very poor scores, in part because her acting is just not up to par. And in fact, there's, like, a running joke that whoever acts opposite her in the drama, right, so whoever is the male lead in the drama that she stars in, they will, like, Ghana, her curse law, basically, like, they would be cursed to a drama production that is not well received. And their, their regard in that respect, right, as an actor, will fall because of her, because they paired up with her. And the writing joke is that Huang Xiaoming uh, basically lets her act so that she can destroy all his competition because she will act with other male actors while in China who technically, you know, are competing for the same roles as Huang Xiaoming. So, yeah, so... It's to the point where this is a running joke. Like, it's to the point where everybody knows that she's bad at acting and it's, it's something that is consistently brought up over and over again. But she still continues to enjoy very good resources. Like, she still continues to get leading roles in dramas. She still continues to get leading roles in movies. So people are like, uh, there are so many better actors and like actresses out there and they don't ever get that chance. So people don't like her. And another thing is that people feel that she is not a professional. So, uh, the biggest, I think, um, the the example that people always bring up is January and I, which is called Gu Fang Bu Zi Shang, which is a drama that, uh, well, Angela Baby started in, lah, right? So, it's a 2017 television series. And a lot of people always bring this up when they talk about Angela Baby being unprofessional. Because if you go and watch the drama carefully, you will see that a lot of scenes, right, Angela Baby seemed to be photoshopped or CGI in. So the implication is that she, the the sort of like the body double who plays her and other supporting cast and the crew members uh, may be filming and Angela Baby will film separately from them and get photoshopped in. Whether this is because she might not have the time, she did not commit the time she needed to commit to the drama, and their schedules don't align, or whether she don't want to film outside in under the hot sun or what. Uh, we don't really know, but it is a sign of her not being uh, committed to acting, right? I think it's fair to say that because I think that if you are committed to being a very good actress, if you are committed to making a production good, you will make sure that you are there for filming. And the fact of the matter is she was photoshopped into quite a number of scenes. So people always feel like, you know, she cannot even do this basic thing of showing up for the job. And there are also other examples like she, there's, there's scenes of her eating, for example, eating something. And 
the thing is, you know, when 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 you are filming, a lot of I think a lot of actors and actresses have talked about this before. The food, right, that is portrayed in the sets, like on on TV, right, a lot of the times they're not good because maybe they were made a, a, a long time ago. Like they were made in the morning, and then you are, you are actually filming at seven pm, so they're very cold, or uh, they are just made to look nice, but it's actually tasteless. And then you know, some people don't like to eat it, and also some of this food is uh not healthy, right? Maybe not good for managing your diet or what. So people don't generally like the food that is portrayed on set. But if you have to show a scene of people eating, then you have to eat the food, lah, right? So the thing is, there's also a scene, a very obvious scene in which she pretends to eat the food, but she actually doesn't put it into her mouth. And it was caught by netizens. So again, people bring it up as a sign of her being unprofessional. And I think it really got to a very, very, like it really got to like pretty bad boiling points. So one is um, Running Man. So Angela Baby is part of the Running Man cast, the Chinese version of Running Man. She's part of the cast. Um, she's sort of I think she has sort of slotted herself she wanted to slot herself into the role of Song Ji-hyo in the original Running Man cast Song Ji-hyo is the only woman in the originally like, she was the only woman in the Running Man cast not not anymore now but she was like very known as like the ace of Running Man right like she very very young one she would do anything she, she would fight harder than the boys she really will go out there you know for, for the games like. and she's very committed and I think Angela Baby slotted herself into that role. And like briefly, people thought she was quite good at it. But um, there were still signs that she's not super professional because apparently there was a game where you, if you say, uh, if somebody says like a, a, a taboo word, then the teammates will get flung into the water. So like there are teammates sitting on, on this ledge, on the pool, right? And then if like the other teammate who is answering questions accidentally says the taboo word, right? Like I, it will be like something like you cannot say you or you cannot say I or what. And then if he accidentally says it, then the teammates were gonna thrown into the water. So it was during this segment that Angela Baby apparently she only went into the water once, and then afterwards, all other mansions, like when she was supposed to go in the water because the the, the guy failed the game, she didn't go into the water. And everybody was like, uh why is she given this special treatment? And then later she went online explained, oh, I had my period and it was like the first time, the first day. So I was really like not feeling well. And, you know, the production was very sweet to me. And, you know, they they, they didn't tell me that they, they were taking care. They didn't tell me that they weren't going to, they were going to give me special treatment. They just like wanted to take care of me, blah, blah, blah. Everybody was just like, uh, you know, Song Ji also probably gets her period, right? And she probably just and she has never not participated in the games fully as a member of the cast. So that gave people a lot of I think that gave people a lot of uh gunfire, la, right? When when saying they don't like her. Because it's a very another very obvious sign of her not being very committed to her work. So that's Angela Baby. But then Huang Xiaoming is a whole other thing. Why do people not like Huang Xiaoming? Oh man. Again, so many reasons. So the thing with Huang Xiaoming is that I actually think he's not a bad actor. He's just a very, very inconsistent actor. If like you watch his dramas, it's like in one thing he'll be quite good and then the next thing he'll just be the worst. Like he will be really gross. And I think it comes down to the fact that he doesn't know what sort of roles suit him. So I think he is like very obsessed with the idea of playing like a 霸道总裁. So a 霸道总裁 is a trope in Chinese dramas. 
and actually just Asian dramas in general. So uh, uh, I think an example of like Patao Zongcai would be like uh, Dom Yoji in Boys Over Flowers. So like the the lead character in Boys Over Flowers, the leader of F4, is like Patao Zongcai. And basically like a very rich, demanding, arrogant dude who obviously in the course of the story gets uh, changed and reformed by the female lead's kindness or whatever, right? So this is the, the Patao Zongcai trope. And he like basically is in love with that trope. And he doesn't fit that trope because he always tries very hard. When he, I, It's very hard to explain unless you watch his dramas. But he always tries very, very hard to make himself look cool. I think he's very, he's very, he's too caught up with the idea of looking cool to the point that he ends up not looking cool because he tries so hard to be cool. It's like very try hard law. That's the only way I can explain it. Um, and he actually does better, right? When he does things where he is playing like an earnest, dude, like an earnest, um, maybe like a hardworking guy, maybe a guy who's not very cool, kind of like a, 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 a country bumpkin or that kind. He actually, right, is very good in those roles because he has, he has, he actually has a very um, sort of uh, earnest aura around him if he put his mind, put his mind to, to, to it. Like. So he can actually play those roles very well. And I think when he's playing those roles, he doesn't, play up the the I'm um, very good looking, I'm um, very cool kind of side of him. And he sort of just relaxes into the role and becomes much more natural. So it, he's really very, he really has the potential to be a very, very good actor, but a lot of his roles have not suited him well. So that's part of the reason. I think it's, people feel like, oh man, you really have talent, but it's like so hard to root for you because you're always in things that don't complement uh, your strengths, right? So that's one thing. And then another thing is that he, he also, like, I tell you, he also uh, go on variety shows and then, like, just make himself look worse, right? So he was in, uh, as I said, he is very obsessed with this idea of being a Patao Tsongtai. And that crosses over to his variety programs as well. So aside from the kind of over-the-top romantic declarations that he makes to Angela Baby in Running Man, he also was um, in this variety show called um, Zhong Tan Ting, which is a remake of a Korean variety show. I think uh, it's like Yoon's Kitchen or something, where you go overseas and start like a Korean restaurant. So in this case, they go overseas and start a Chinese restaurant, nah, but the restaurant has been completely run by the celebrities. And Huang Xiaoming was like the boss for one of the uh, one of the seasons of Zhong Tan Ting. And then he was just extremely like there was there was like memes made about it because he said so many things that were so like very arrogant boss type behavior very like listen to me I don't want to hear your thoughts I want you to listen to me so like in one of the episodes the, the girl this actress who is part of the cast of Zhong Ting cut her finger or something Yang Zi um, she cut her finger or something and then um she was like it's fine I'm just I just need some like like cream to put on it it's not a big deal and then he just kept saying you need to go to the hospital you need to go to the hospital he kept insisting and she was like I think I'm fine and he was like so she said 我觉得应该没有问我觉得没关系 or something like that and then he said 我不要你觉得我要我觉得 so he said I don't care about what you think is right I care about what I think is right so it was people were like uh, do you think that's attractive behavior because it's not and then it just like the entire program was a lot of like Huang Xiaoming being very demanding and very like like I'm the boss kind of like crafting that sort of I'm the boss kind of image to the cast members and everybody was being like 
was very confused about it and Nathanson really 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 hated his behavior on the show and he was getting like flamed on the Chinese internet for weeks on end so a bit poor thing like, because I think he thought that it would make him look good to look like a very to look like a boss that can well, really shoulder the, the whole group but it really came off the wrong way la, so sadly for him and there are other things you know in Huang Xiaoming's life that is very like open to mocking. Let's just put it that way. So if you don't know, you can go search. I'm not going to get into it because uh, it's a little bit mean when I think about it sometimes, but you can go search for um, on YouTube the clip of Huang Xiaoming singing for the 2008 Beijing Olympics because his pronunciation is really bad in it and his singing is also really bad in it. So that was one of the reasons why he was mocked all over the internet. And then also, like, I think he pretended, he like lied about his height or something and people keep trying to like find out whether he's putting things in his shoes to make himself look taller. And to sum up, right, why do I want to talk about these two people? Well, aside from the fact that I think like some of these like, incidents and episodes are very, very funny, it's also the fact that um, it always, it ties back, right, to what I always like to talk about when I talk about celebrities, which is image craft. And in this case, these two people have been very bad at it. Like, they have been very, very bad at crafting an image that is appealing to audiences. Like, I'm sure, right? I am very sure that there is more than one person in the industry who is unprofessional, who gets opportunities that people feel that they don't deserve to get. I am sure because, look, man, it's ev- there are dark corners everywhere, right? Uh, in every single industry in the world, but... Um, in entertainment, of course, if somebody comes from a very privileged background, if somebody is uh, managing, like, you know, like pulling strings to get uh, some some roles, some more resources, I, I don't think that's uncommon at all. I also don't think that it's that uncommon for stars to be unprofessional. Like, I'm sure there are stars who like to so-called shuata tai, right? Like to throw around their weight. I'm sure there are stars who don't learn their lines fully and don't learn their lines very well. You know, I'm sure there are people like this. But it's Angela Baby we focus on. Why? Because she does it to a point that we can see it. And if you want to be a celebrity that as well, like you gotta keep those parts locked down, right? I mean, come on, like the whole the whole CGI acting thing is like you might as well don't act. And the CGI somehow was very badly done. So it was like super obvious. So I, I don't know whether like the team of the drama also like own self were a bit like, oh, we don't like her, so maybe let's just make the CGI them obvious, then maybe she'll get scolded. I don't know whether that was what they were thinking, but it was so, the CGI was so badly done, so it was super obvious. And like, if you are going to act in a drama and not actually act in the drama, then of course you are going to get scolded, right? So I don't understand what the thinking was there. Like, I think she has just been surrounded in an environment in which she is very well taken care of. And maybe she is shielded from these consequences. Lah. So maybe she feels like, you know why are all these people targeting me I'm just doing what I've always been doing um, but you know to this day Angela Baby is still one of the A-list Chinese celebrities she still earns a lot a lot of money um, you know she still does a lot of fashion campaigns in fact I think you know why she should just be a fashion model like I think the more she acts the more it's it like ruins her image but uh, yeah you know I think she's still the fact of the matter is she isn't punished for it. You know, there are still resources given to her. I think that's why it's very hard for her to change. And then on the other hand, Huang Xiaoming is somebody that like, I really feel for him sometimes because I think 
as I said, you know, it's very obvious that he has talent, that he can act, that he went to, you know, an, an acting school. He, he has been trained. Like, he is actually quite good at his craft. I think what he wants to portray to people is just not the best image. It's also kind of an outdated image. Like, the Ba Dao Zong Cai thing is very, like, early 2000s. Like, it's not an image that is popular nowadays because, well, there are a lot of, like, problematic things associated to it. Like, like the, the whole idea of an arrogant dude being attractive is kind of problematic. Like, I think people have started to see that it's very misogynistic and not exactly um, an appealing trait in a partner. So the fact that he's still sort of caught up in that like early 2000s more of thinking is not helpful. And also he, again, the whole image crafting, I think he doesn't understand how he comes across to the public. And that's a very fatal flaw. It's been so so many years, right? He still keeps getting into trouble because he says all these weird things on TV. He like, you know, will go on to a, a variety show and behave like atrociously and get scolded by everyone. So I do hope that Huang Xiaoming gets off this funk because as I said, I do think that he has talent and I think if he just like calms down, chills out and like seriously look and evaluate his career, he will find a path forward. And yeah, I think that's what I want to talk about for today. Do let me know what you think about this episode. It's a bit off the cuff, I know, but hopefully, uh, you know, people who are interested in the Chinese entertainment industry got a little bit of joy out of it because I do enjoy talking about the the very insane Huang Xiaoming Angela baby stories. Um, also, do let me know, uh, you know, what you what your what your thoughts are on all the news that's been happening recently. You know, Hyunbin, the Binjin marriage, Rihanna getting pregnant, Kanye West or being Kanye West. So, you know, you can write in to me at um podcast at sph.com.sg or genly at sph.com.sg. You can also slide into my DMs at Rise on Instagram. Alright. Now that's your dose of pop culture for this week. And this was Pop Vouchers. Thank you. Bye-bye. That was a podcast by The Straits Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or via the Google Voice Assistant and Amazon Alexa-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3, you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O.